a pleasure to be here with you on the Up and Running Morning Show. I am Rick, your host. Joining me this morning is my good friend, and she's a frequent guest on the Up and Running Morning Show, and we're glad to have her in the studio. And we are going to recap some elegant aspirations. We're also going to talk about true love, which is the fourth and final part of our Leveraging Love series. So this is going to conclude four months of hard work and research that Caroline has been doing. And we're looking forward to this presentation today. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Rick. How are you on this beautiful day? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Thank you very much. And you're looking beautiful this morning as well, and bright and sunny summer clothing on you. Well, I think it's because doing the Leveraging Love series with you, Rick, is just making me feel higher and higher. Ah. <laughs> it has been a pleasure. Every time you come in, it um, brings out the best in me, or I feel it does, so I am open to anything we talk about today, Car Caroline. And what's on the agenda? Let's talk about true love. And this is the fourth in our Leveraging Love series, which comes under the umbrella of elegant aspirations. Uh, we talked a little bit in the beginning about elegant aspirations as being like the garden tools in the potting shed of life, the, the things that we can, we can use and, and get inspiration from to help us to tend the, the garden of our life, to make it more vibrant and beautiful. Yeah, I like the uh, analogy of tools in the tool shed that we can reach for and use in everyday life. Isn't it nice? Because it gives a kind of grounded perspective yeah, to, grounded. you know, when you're feeling sort of irritated and upset, you can think, oh, I can go and get forgiveness out of the garden <laughs> shed and use that in this situation instead of descending into some mm. horrible mess. Now, Caroline, true love, question mark. Can it be found? Has it been found? Can it be defined? Well, it's... A, that's a, a, a curious thing because I'm having and have had this amazing experience with my partner, Dennis Watlington, who three years ago suffered multiple strokes. And he went from the strongest, most physically present person, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you met Dennis many, many times, to absolutely broken. Mm. And... I realized in the beginning I was just so full of shock and grief that I couldn't quite grasp what was happening. But later on, I realized that the love we shared was undergoing a sort of alchemy process, hmm. process of, of distillation, because the romantic love that we'd shared that was a sort of, you know, very grounded in the physical, even though we had a strong heart connection, suddenly, because all of that had gone, mm. we ended up with this um, incredible soul connection. And I realized that the, the change in the love was very, very similar to the change in the physicality. And the two were going along side by side. And I started to realize that however terrible this situation was, that there were things in it that were providing insights. Hmm. I just read a quote 
a little while back that said, whenever you think things are at their absolute worst and can't get any worse, they can. I think that may be true. It's kind of true. It is kind of true. So when you think you're in a bad situation, it can always be worse than it actually is. And you can lift yourself up out of that. Well, it's... It's interesting to me that I really believe that within that, there is value. And I started to, you know, in the beginning, I was so filled with pain. I was, I think many, many people when they have shattered hearts for many reasons, you know, somebody doesn't reciprocate the love, the conditions under which you love alter like they did with Dennis and I. You find yourself saying, why, why this pain? Why this pain? Mm -hmm. And I ended up revisiting some of the resources that I'd gone to in the past when I'd been feeling um, heartbroken for other reasons in my life. And I went to Khalil Gibran, uh, who wrote the beautiful poem on love in the series The Prophet. And he says, you know, when love beckons to you, follow him though his ways are hard and steep. And the idea that when we really experience the highs and the lows and the, and the thrills and the devastation, we start to really get an idea about what it is to, to be at the very heart of our humanness, to get to our essence. And we, we sort of get stripped bare it's, it's a little bit that situation where you sort of end up thinking, I'm just going to let go, let God, because I'm not in charge of anything anymore. And I feel almost sort of threshed to the core. Mm. And I think it helps us to understand other people's heartbreaks, other people's points of view, and gives us a just that glimpse into humanness that, when we try to avoid love's heartbreaks all the time, you know, and everything should be fun and groovy and, oh, there's pain over there, but I'm not Mm going to go over there. Mm -hmm. We don't go to that place. And Dennis said something incredibly interesting to me in in the early days of being ill, which provided a piece of the jigsaw. And he said, I know what caregiving is, he said. It's taking care of another's important journey. And then that led me to think about the, the real definition of true love, the finest definition I've ever read, comes from The Road Less Traveled, Dr. M. Scott Peck, who said, true love is when we look out for our own spiritual journey, but we also look out for the spiritual journey of others. And I thought, look at that. Dennis, in his brokenness, was able to give that back to me. So although I am caregiving him, he is also coming back from the edge with insights for me that help us to together go to another place. And I would say that that our love is truer and purer now than it was before he was ill. Hmm which I think many people would find a very strange thing indeed. But I I hope that's inspiring to people who are in situations where maybe the way their love's going is not quite what they had in mind. (laughs) 
And now, with true love, do you find that, as in case with yours, love evolves in a way? Love starts out with that, those pangs of joy and that great feeling of, oh, I'm on fire. This is elation. This is great. And then it kind of mellows out a little. And you have to really learn to love. Yes, I think that's key. I think you're talking about that rapture phase Mm. that we discussed Mm -hmm. under romantic love, where suddenly you're walking on air and, good Lord, you don't need to sleep anymore because you're getting all of this wonderful energy. But the truth is, I believe that that is a kind of glimpse of divine love but it doesn't last because I think we're being asked to, to come back and look at all aspects of it, the good, the bad, the up and the down, to really, really understand it. And then you can shift into a kind of truer, purer love, ultimately. I mean, this is what I've learned from, from my experience. I don't think I would have been able to understand or even take a glimpse at this without the situation that's happened to me and I I believe that when you feel as if you're making progress even though you know in the physical world this this progress is looking you know less than sharp this idea that you're making spiritual progress and sort of being helping to be one another's care caregivers in a way spiritual Mm -hmm. caregivers we can we can really help to put that out there, I think. And, and together, the more that we do that, the synergy of that will help us on our, on our evolutionary path as human beings and to, and to help the planet. Now, how can folks really find true love if they don't have it? And where do they look for it? Well, I think the first place to start is with yourself, which we've talked about before. If you're grounded in yourself and can love yourself, then you can start to extend to others. And in, in my opinion, it sort of starts with, with kindness. If we can be kind to one another, and I, we talked a little bit um, under Love Power in the beginning of the Leveraging Love series, about a lady in the rehabilitation center where Dennis is called Dorothy, wheelchair bound mm-hmm. and I think on her way to 90 and very otherworldly. And she would sit in her wheelchair and dispense blessings all day, love and blessings, nothing else. So for instance, you walk up to her and you say, good morning, Dorothy. And she says, have I told you lately that I love you? And she'll probably sing you a song and then she's going to pray for you and your well-being and give you a blessing and you pass along your way. Well, about a month ago, Dorothy died and her, her journey was a hard and steep one. She was in the rehab for a long time. She was in the wheelchair for a long time. But it was very wonderful to see that the staff were were all thinking who's going to pray for us now who's going to care for us now and they sort of took up that mantle themselves and and started 
sort of helping each other in that way, huh. in the spirit of Dorothy. Huh. So I would love to just dedicate this, this little piece to the spirit of Dorothy. She was in this position and yet able to put out this love and then she got this love back. So great place to start. And she found it within herself to dispense this information to other people to brighten their day just in any way she can, which was great, despite her situation itself. Absolutely egoless. I mean, she never expected you to sit with her mm-hmm. or even to spend time with her. She would just dispense the love and then go on to the next person. And you know what's beautiful to me is that she never expected or asked for it back. No, never. And then, of course, she got it, you see. Mm-hmm. And just by you talking about her right now, her spirit lives on in you. And I hope that the spirit of Dorothy can take root in all of us. And maybe the spirit of true love itself. Let's go for it. Yeah. If we all can love ourselves and give that true love that's within us to everyone else on earth. Well, that's kind of true love right there. That's true love right there, and it's lifting us higher and higher. And that's a beautiful thing, because you have to overcome obstacles on your journey through love in general and leveraging love. And to get through them and to keep the love alive in yourself and in your partner, that's true love. And it's, it takes discipline. It's hard work. True love is hard work. True love is hard work, but the rewards are extraordinary. Indeed, and unexplained rewards at that. We just don't know what we're going to get back, do we? No. Nope. We just don't know. And that's one of the delicious mysteries of life. It is, especially with love and having a partner and being romantic with somebody and in a relationship. You never know what you're going to expect. Well, that's a very exciting proposition. And it's been a pleasure to experience and talk about these elegant aspirations and leveraging love. This has been a great four-part series. And, well, what's next for us, Caroline? Well, I think that we're going to put something together for 9-11, and the anniversary of that and under the banner i believe of connection Mm. us all coming together to connect and we do very well when we connect so i'm looking forward to putting some thoughts together for september around the aspiration of connection Mm. now you've been accepting emails Mm. If folks have any questions about the Leveraging Love series or any other elegant aspirations such that we've discussed, like gratitude and forgiveness. And how can folks get in touch with you? How can they send you questions? How can they, well, talk to you, maybe get a coaching session? Send me an email, caroline at carolinephipps.com. And there are a lot of people out there who are really enjoying the whole business of exploring elegance with us, Rick. Mm. 
So send me an email and I will pick one of them at random and do an hour's elegant coaching, which will be really, really fun. So I oh, love hearing great. about other people's experiences. Now, tell the folks the website where they can check out the archives. CarolinePhipps.com and you will find the archive um, of this show, the Up and Running Morning Show with Rick the archive of gratitude, forgiveness, love, power, romantic love, and shadow love. And true love, rounding it out. And true love, rounding it out. So Caroline at carolinephipps.com for any questions to be answered or maybe to inquire about a coaching session or maybe give some feedback about the Elegant Aspirations series that Caroline and I have been discussing. It's great to get your feedback. We do appreciate the fact that you are checking out the archives online and at your own perusal, you can listen again and again and turn other people on. We appreciate that. So carolinephipps.com for all the information about the Elegant Aspirations series. It's a beautiful website, Caroline. Thank you very much, Rick. It's been really wonderful to do. And so you're going to be here next month. We're going to accept some emails and some thoughts about connection. Absolutely. We're really going to be looking forward to connection. Remember when folks used to just call one another on the phone and there was no call waiting and there was no answering machine and you kind of just dialed the number and then someone would answer and say hello. And they would really be there in real time. <laughs> yeah. What happened to those days? Now I, I have to wait and wait and maybe I'll get a text message. I think we're just going to start reconnecting, Rick. I can just feel the connection movement underway already. I'm, I'm starting to feel it, you know, and if we could just connect a little bit better and everyone could communicate a little bit better. What a great, great planet this would be. Well, we're moving in that direction. I just know it. I'm Rick. You've been listening to the Up and Running Morning Show, and you are listening to it right now. Caroline Phipps, our guest this morning. Caroline at carolinephipps.com for emails. carolinephipps.com for the archives. Gratitude, forgiveness, love power, romantic love, and shadow love. Thank you so much for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, Rick. And give my love to Dennis. I will indeed. Thank you.